Welcome back, boys and girls. Pick Your Poison podcast week three. Coming off a big week two, we had a bit of a slip up here. Boomer and I got uh, in a little bit of trouble in Atlanta after the Ole Miss game Monday night. Boomer got stabbed outside a bar in Atlanta. You know those libs over there. They, They don't know what's going on. But hey, we're back for week three. Coming off a big week two. Your host here, Rebs Bagman, coming off a juicy 6-2-1 week. Puts me at 13-10 and 10 overall. Bert, how'd you end up last week? 5-4, and four, but with a big two-unit hitter. Woo Pig Suey over the Longhorns. Now, Horns down, nice, baby. Juicy two-uniter puts Bert at 8-12-1 on the year, making up from a tough week one. And Boomer, let me do crunch some quick numbers. That's a 1-6 a Week one, week two for Boomer. I'm still ten and ten overall, but whew, that is a tough one. You know, it's not not my best week, but you know, sometimes you have to have those to humble you a little bit, uh, ground ground you. And, yeah. You know, after I lost the kidney after that stabbing, I, uh, I kind of blame it on that. But I'm feeling better. Uh, my bandages have peeled up, and I'm ready to get sharp. You're probably this week. worse off than Pullman being behind bars. You were behind a hospital. I bed. was delirious when yeah. I made those picks. Those didn't even count. <laughs> I brought an asterisk spot yeah. week two. Well, I mean, it's still one and six. I think even if you just flipped the coin, you'd probably go better than one and six. So we're still going to keep track of it. But hey, still winning you money here on the Pick Your Poison podcast. Big week last week. Had a couple upsets. Ohio State losing, getting knocked off by Oregon. That's pretty big for the college football. We had Burt's uh, lock of the week. Arkansas storming the field, a bunch of uh, Stormy Daniels over Texas. The 15th ranked team in the country you all stormed the field on? Yes, very rational to storm the field over the 15th ranked team. That was that was a little weird in my opinion. I mean, I get... I get I was, well, hey, rivalries okay, okay, how, well, 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 in college football matter. I know but y'all won easily. If y'all won in last minute, I could see the motions running on there. But, or, I mean, y'all whipped their ass. I haven't and, really played the, I don't know, rivalry, <clears> I guess, like before you were born, maybe a rival. But, like... When was the what was the biggest win at home for Arkansas since this Texas win? Like you have to storm the field because they probably haven't won anything big in 10, 15 years. Well, the uh, LSU the, the last big stormer was LSU in I think it was twenty fourteen. It's just seven years ago. Seven years ago, it's been a long time. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. That's a Built, long time a in lot, college football years. I love the, the video. Longer. We uh, the video. we actually made some money. We somehow. Oh, Bert, less money after firing him. I think we're using that money we saved for the $100,000 fine towards the SEC. So I don't know if y'all saw the video on Twitter of Hunter Yurchek saying, hey, let him storm the field. He realized we uh, called Bert's bitch ass out and we saved some money. So $100,000 was nothing. $100,000? called yeah, you easy. out? My grandfather, Bert Bielema. <laughs> Old Bert. Well, hey, it was a fun week. The Rebs beat up on a lowly Austin P team. I don't claim him. It was all fun and games. You know, it was a nice little tune-up for a tune-up for the real game in two weeks against Bama. So we're back here, week three. A little bit of a uh, little bit of news before week three starts. USC fires head coach Clay Helton. There's some betting lines already up for who's going to replace them. I'll read them off to you guys real quick. James Franklin and Eric Bieniemy, the OC for the Chiefs, at plus six hundred. Next, we got P.J. Fleck, the Minnesota coach. Luke Fickle at Cincinnati, hot name. Matt Campbell, Iowa State, hot name. A couple other big ones. Bill O'Brien at Alabama. Head coach Bob Stoops. Urban Meyer might leave Jacksonville after one year. So, I don't know. Any of those? Lane Kiffin at 25-1. No, no. I don't really love that. I also I heard, wait, who, who's uh, Clemson's offensive coordinator? I've heard. Tony Elliott. He's... 
Skip been. I heard. Like I heard million. that name thrown around, but Those I, I don't really coordinators, know. Coordinators. They like never leave. They like him and Venables. They've just been there as long as Dabo, and somehow he just like he must have dirt on him, and just says like you can never leave me, or else I'll like release that you've been cheating on your wife, or like you know I don't know doing a Hugh Freeze going down to Florida, going to a to a massage pole. I don't know. He's got some dirt on because they never leave. Kind of like the Urban Myers. I kind of like that one there. There's some juice there. Uh, James Franklin, I don't know. If I yeah, put money on anything. He'd be the betting favorite, James I Franklin, guess. I think I would put money on. I, I just don't think he loves Penn State. And I think he, he James Franklin, kind of a scumbag. Well, I feel he, like he's big time. He's like, put probably, me in the biggest spotlight I can and give me all the bright lights of L.A. Well, and who he, knows what Pete skeletons he has at Penn oh, State. He's probably millions. like, I probably, probably need to leave here every couple years. Otherwise, something's going to catch up with him fast. Yeah. So, just a weird situation at USC. You know who they play this week, though? Uh, Washington State. Washington State. Oh, in Pullman. In, in Pullman. So let's give uh, let's give Pullman a call. You have a call waiting from Washington State Penitentiary inmate 69,420. Would you like to accept? Yes. Hello. Hello. Pullman. Welcome in, brother. Live we the tape. Live the tape here. We just uh, we just addressed the Clay Helton USC firing, and we got their game this weekend at Washington State. Uh, we need to know what your thoughts are, considering an uh, interim head coach traveling to Pullman in a tough environment. What are your thoughts? Uh, first of all, wrong decision to fire him there. There are plenty more games to bet against him either on him or against him just because his ability to choke or win games I, it makes zero sense uh somehow they also won their division last year i don't know how that happened i think i'm gonna take usc this week i love interim coaches at usc i think it's a proven system that they always win and um you know everything i've heard on the radio seems terrible it's terrible by the way, if I sound a little off, I am a little uh, drunk on prison wine right now. Hey, the sheesh, Lord Pullman. They let you have that in the clink? Well, you know, you got to make it in the toilet. So, uh, not not really an inspection thing. I'm sure you got a. I'm sure you got a red in the back back there that can get you whatever you need. So, I, Pullman, I like the way your mind is working here. I am riding the same wave here, uh, Boomer. What's the spread on this game? All right, so we're looking at uh, Washington State's catch, catching eight and a half points. Uh, totals at sixty-two. So the you talked about it liking an interim coach. I looked, did a little bit of research into USC's interim coach. I of course had no idea who he was. Dante Williams, he's their cornerbacks coach. Great name. The question always is, will players play for the interim, or will they just give up because their season's over? I say yes here. I'm on USC minus the points. He was ranked the number one recruiter in the Pac-12 in 2020 and the number seven ranked recruiter in the nation. So I think he can get the guys to rally behind him. If you're that kind of a salesman to be able to be that good of a recruiter, you can get guys to play for you in an interim spot, especially in the first game. Maybe not in the 10th game because he has so many he's going to have to get the boys up for. Traveling on the road, he's going to have a big like us versus everyone mentality. He's going to have the boys rallied around him. I like laying the points here, especially coming off a terrible loss and getting their head coach fired. I don't know. I think I think Mr. Dante Williams is rallying the troops. I, I love that take. By the way, did you see how many drop balls USC had in that game? Uh, honestly, like you know, even though I was Stanford money line, everyone clapped for me. Yeah, Pullman's up nine and a half units. Hurrah, hurrah! But um, 
USC, I think, was their wide receivers were trying to throw that game. So I think as long as their heads are out of their ass this week, I really like what they could do against Washington State's defense. Pullman, we never talk about another man's job, but do you feel like you single-handedly got Clay Hilton fired? Uh, yeah. No, I, I think I think the profiteers, the disciples, all betting, Sanford, catching that juicy, juicy plus 600 just embarrassed the program enough to kick him out. <laughs> I, I concur here. I concur. Boom, you got a pick on this game? Okay, well, so I was looking at this game. Look, thinking about the same angle that y'all were, are they going to rally behind this coach? And you said that this is a cornerbacks coach. That cornerbacks is? coach, big time recruiter. Okay, so I think I'm going to go. Fuck, because I, it goes one or two ways. Is is there is there is he part of the same system that failed them? Yeah. And it, it, like, are they just going to be soft? Are they going to suck? Or, but I feel like, I feel as, like as a, a position coach, yes. Yeah. If it was a coordinator, I would go against y'all. But however, a position coach. I love that. I love that. So I'm going to go with y'all, uh, take USC minus eight and a half. Bert, in your read here? Yeah. Uh, this pick is pretty much out of spite from Pullman taking uh, Texas last week. Mm. Yeah. he. Uh, I, it was less than a year ago in which Pullman was calling the Hogs on this podcast while he was a free man. And for some reason, he had the audacity to take Texas this week. I'm a, I'm a little disappointed. So I'm going with Washington State, Casey eight and a half. What do, you, what do you have to say? In that game, they win that game by 14. Who does? Casey Thompson starting that game. I, I was hoping there'd be a quicker trigger, but hey, congrats to the Hogs on, on beating Texas. Casey uh, Thompson, absolute electric, though. I'm Absolutely start- electric. The game was over when he came in. Their last touchdown was because of ridiculous roughing the passer. Anyways, we're not going to go there. I'll get a little Now, which game are we talking about here now? Bert got us all off track. <laughs> so well, your, your, your pick was despite Pullman, so who My you pick got? was despite Pullman. And on top of that interim coach thing, I get it if it's an interim coach week 10. you got two games left to play for, but this is, there's 10 more games on the schedule. I don't know if this interim coach thing is going to play too well. I'm going with Washington State plus 8.5. I'm going against the Disciples. Wow. At this moment. Wow. Don't, don't say that on Twitter. They'll come after you. Oh, they will. Yeah, the, the keyboard warriors. I, I, I think you got some boys in prison that got a couple free minutes tweeting at, tweeting at everybody here. I got a tweet farm in uh, China where they're just the bots, actually. So. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. I mean, we did have to uh, get our get our engagements up to start the podcast. Who knew they would just last that long? But, hey, all right, Boomer, I think that takes us out of our first game. What's our next one on the slate? Second game I want to jump into real quick. Super emotional game after a late night in Coral Gables. Uh, the cat stole the weekend, I thought. The, the falling cat, right? Everyone saw that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dramatic. I, look. American flag saves the day. That's going to take months to come down from. I love Michigan State getting 16 at Hard Rock Stadium. At an 11 a.m. game. What was the line uh, you saw? It, 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 what, it has moved down. Uh, newsflash. It's moved down. It's six and a half. A lot of line movement here. Uh, but my trusty Yahoo app then is uh, clearly behind. So I'm seeing them at plus 16 and plus 500. Yeah, that was the biggest line movement from opening to current uh, is the 16 to six and a half that, that Miami is now a favorite. You know what? Still cat high. Give me the points. <laughs> You think that you think that cat had some kitten mittens? Uh, no, it didn't because I saw that guy's arms. He, he got, <laughs> yeah, the, he the was tore up. him is the, probably the greatest moment of the season. Yeah. So okay, you're on Michigan State even at six and a half. 
Yes. Okay. I'm fading you here. This is I've been this is my last straw Miami bet. I took them last week against App State thinking they'd bounce back after Bama. No, they still sucked. I took them I didn't really take them week 1. I just took the under thinking they'd be able to hold Bama's offense down. The under still hit against Bama week 1, but they looked abysmal. Last straw here. This is like everything that is telling me to fade this team. I'm just going to bet on them because everything is telling me to fade them. But for some reason, they're six-and-a-half-point favorites. I'll lay them. Last chance, Miami. I'm like a dog chasing a milk truck at this point, or a, a mail truck at this point. I'm just, just, I don't even know what I'd do if I catch it. But I'm going to keep chasing one more week. Miami, you have one more chance. Use it wisely. Boomer? Uh, I, I think I'm going to fade you here. I'm going to go with Michigan State. I, I honestly don't even – I have no idea why is Miami fa- – let, let alone 16.5. Why are they favored 6.5? I mean, Michigan State, they had a good win against Northwestern. They and then, good. And then they, they played the, uh, some cupcake team last week. I mean, Miami got their brains beat in by Alabama, of course, and then you know, sweated one out against App State, who's an okay team. But if, if you – like the way Miami fans think that they are – you should you should beat the App State by at least two scores. Yeah, I think that was like a nine point spread, and they like they they only. But, but part of me thinks this is just an absolute trap. Yeah, I, I think I think I'm just getting just brought in that I smell the cheese. I'm going in there, but you know what? I'm gonna fucking grab the cheese. I don't care if my hand gets bit. I'm gonna take Michigan State. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm giving it one more week to call a rat a rat, yeah. and I just do not believe week, in Miami. That's gonna happen. I mean, w- once you have to put put up the turnover tra- chain after it's uh, has you have a call turnover. Yeah, you need to you're done. Put it up you're for done. Then. Bert, what you got here? Well, uh, I, I've made the mistake of crossing the Mississippi River on my way to Fayetteville uh, the past two weekends and forgetting to actually place my bet. So I have already placed my bet at Michigan State plus 11.5. So I'm going to take those wow. 11.5. So you got had five to be points of juice right there. I had to be proactive. I'm basically, it's a, a free tease yeah. here. Yeah. Um, impressive win over Northwestern. I think there's going to be uh, pretty god-awful weather. I'm going to take the uh, Lucky, line of scrimmage huh? Big Ten team here. I also, also, I also kind of like the under here. I was about to say, I, I like, kind of yeah. like the under here. I like the weather angle there. I might take the under. Neither offense well, is impressed the, so far. The weather angle is in, in Gainesville. I, I was reading this can be bad in Gainesville. I'm, Gainesville, I'm just going to assume Miami as well. You know they say about the weather in Florida, if you don't like it, just drive five miles. <laughs> Are they right. five miles apart? Yeah, more than that. <laughs> and uh, Real quick, uh, before my minutes run out, I have, I have two more hot takes I want I want to fire off before Shoot. the pod's over. Connecticut... Getting 34, I think Army would have to score every drive for that bet to hit. And I think it would be plausible. But UConn, we're dealing with an interim coach whose dad just died. Give me the 34. Wow. Um, that's some deep yeah, research yeah, you only get on the pick That's the in depth analysis you come uh, to this pot for. Absolutely. What was the second hot take? Add that to my card, Se- by the way. Second, after the showing I saw from the Stanford quarterback who went on his Mormon mission, came back, and then lit up UFC, them only a 12-point favorite at Nashville against Vanderbilt, give me Stanford again. I mean, if you're going to keep giving me shitty lines, I'm going to keep taking them. Yeah, Vandy as a only a 12-point underdog to anyone, especially a Power 5 team that just is coming off a beat, win against USC, that seems too good to be true. I don't care if Vandy just won their first game in 100 years. So is that it for me, Pullman, for today? Yeah, they're they're banging on the shell, so I gotta go. All right, all right, peace. Don't drop the soap. All right, well that was Pullman uh, coming off a big week. He did have a six to one money line money line. He is 
I will say, even though he's behind bars, the correctional facility is doing well. That had he changed. is the best ten point plus money line underdog guy I know. That that I'll say that about him. That's an absolute fact. So. All right, boom. Take us into our Saturday slate. I guess, wait, wait. No, 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 yeah, yeah. We've got a little Friday game here. We've got UCF at Louisville. Louisville's catching seven. Total's at uh, 68. Uh, Bagman, what you like here? Yeah, so I have the over of 68 here. I've seen Louisville's defense. Not great. Not great. And I know UCF, this this is going to be a fast-paced game. We're running up and down the field. UCF's defense isn't great. So this is just the, the makings of a drunk Friday night game that's just going to be back and forth nonstop. I think the over is going to hit. I think it's going to hit by 20 points. So I love it. I don't know enough about these teams to really pick a side or one way or another. I do think Louisville might be dead. Dead. But I couldn't quite lay those points. So I'm just going to take the over and assume there's going to be a million on this drunk Friday night game. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I I do think Louisville's dead. I'm not going to take the over because – I just was not overly impressed with their offense uh, when when we saw them in Atlanta before my stabbing. So I think I'm going to take UCF minus the seven, and I'll I'll lock that in. Bert, what you like here? Uh, I, hand up, did not do too much research in this game. Just give give me your gut. Give me your gut. Yeah, I'll give you my gut. I'm sick of, of talking about ACC teams. I'm ready to get into the middle of the SEC action. I think we just got one more week to go. One more week. Just get ready. It's getting real juicy next week. My gut says UCF minus seven, solely because I've only watched one Louisville game and they the were dog shit. Their ass. All right, well let's let's move on to some like, a little bit more interesting games on Saturday morning, eleven o'clock kickoff. We got Cincinnati at Indiana. Indiana is plus four. Totals at fifty. Mm. Bagman. Mm. This is the classic. I feel like this is plus four. Indiana got their ass kicked by Iowa, who. Iowa, turns out, Legit. might be pretty damn good. Number five in the nation right now after a big win against Iowa State. But this seems like a classic Sharps versus Squares scenario. All the Squares being like, oh, Cincinnati, only a, only a four-point favorite here? Like, they're the number eight team in the country. They're going to go undefeated. Of course I'm going to lay those points. Versus the Sharps, they're like, well, a Big Ten home dog getting a team, non-Power Five, coming to their house. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the Sharp here, taking Indiana, Fading the public a little bit. I like Tom Allen. I think he's going to have a great defensive plan for, uh, what's it, Ritter at Cincinnati. Not as much talent. I know they got their ass kicked in week one, but I'll take the home dog plus four juicy line. I feel like it's a three-point game. Give me the give me the home dog. Uh, I see I, See what, what, what just happened there. You're a square sharp. Oh! Because... Has he had? Yes, because I, I, I think that line plus four uh, for Indiana, that's begging you to take them. No, it's begging you. No, no, Why, no. Why, too good? Too bad? Yes, yes. Okay. It, 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 is, it, is, it is a psychological warfare, uh, it's PSYOP, the, it's, the, the yeah. government, CIA, FBI. They're all trying to trick you on this. St- keep it simple, stupid. Cincinnati, they have a lot to play for. Hell of a team. Uh, I mean, their their coach. He's in the running for the USC job. He's he's going to want to show out against a you know decent opponent here. And so I'm going to take Cincy uh, minus four. You think Vegas is like putting a drop of poison in one yes. drink and like hesitating? Yes, them they're back putting and forth fluoride and, in the water and, and just expecting chemtrails at all. Yeah, yes. they're, Conspir- they're This is my conspiracy theory. Mind yeah, working you, you here. think that, that Vegas is setting a line just to get the public to go like they Wait, they, no, want they want they want us to take the other side, so we're going to actually take the other side. Yes. We want fluoride in the water. Yes. Yeah. 
It's a square sharp move. The frogs have fluoride in the water. Bert, what you like? Uh, I'm I'm right. Th- I'm actually a true square. Give me Cincy minus four. I'm not thinking otherwise. Uh, the stars are kind of aligning for Cincy here. Like the, the the right losses have happened so far. We're two weeks into the season, and I think this is the most uh, a top t- top twenty five teams have lost two weeks into a season. They could potentially, dare I say it, be the first group of five team to make the playoffs if if this trend keeps going. So I think they have a whole bunch to play for. I'm not worried about the fickle to USC situation. Give me Cincy minus four. If this game was later, if this game was later in the day, if it's like a night game, I'd be worried. But 11 a.m. start, I'm not yeah, worried. Has Big Ten and all. I will. I just looked up Cincy's schedule because I was a little curious. I know they have Notre Dame. I might like Dame. the under. Which is a big they one. They have Notre Dame on the docket, but they have a bye next week. Cincy has a bye next week, not a look-ahead spot to Notre Dame. They do play Notre Dame in two weeks, but bye who, next week. Who do they play after the bye? Notre Dame. Oh, so it goes. It goes Indiana, Indiana bye, Notre, Notre Dame. That's perfect. Yeah, I know. That's two power five teams before bye and after bye. You give me Cincy. Kind of like the Rebs I'll, having a bye next week than playing Bama. I'm going to add one to the card here. I, I'm going to take the under as well. Tom Allen's a pretty good decent uh, defensive coordinator, and I think he's going to throw Cincy a few looks. I might throw him up, throw him off, but it's going to be a 24-16 game. Yeah, I mean, this has Big Ten low-scoring 11 o'clock game written all over it, so I don't hate that either. I might add that to my card. I'll tweet it out on Saturday so you guys will know. But, boom, taking us into our next game. All right, so next one we got, number 15, Virginia Tech at West Virginia. West Virginia's minus three, totals 50 and a half. Uh, how about we start off with Burt here? Oh, this is, I think, one of those, and we harped on this a little bit in week one, but uh, this is one of those big-time crowd games. Old rivalry finally coming back. Um, I think Justin Fuente gives me big-time Houston Nut vibes. He's not nearly as cool as Houston Nut, but the kind the guy that gets the big win. Needs some heaven. Yeah, he, he gets the big win to keep his job. I think he worked his magic a little bit too early. Give me West Virginia minus three. I know you got ranked team. You know, the ranked road. team versus West Virginia. We don't know much about West Virginia on the road, but I, the crowds these first couple weeks. I think the crowds are really going to matter. Oh yeah. Until we get like deep into the season, when uh, when when other teams start getting used to these crowds and we see those nice away game upsets, I don't think that's going to happen very much. So give me West Virginia. I'm with you here, Bert. We have a system. If you've listened to the podcast long enough, you know that a ranked team traveling to an unranked team where the home unranked team is the favorite, you bet them a million times out of a million. If there is, if the ranked team is an underdog. Fade the shit out of them. Give me West Virginia minus three system play. So there's one thing that you're one variable you're missing. All all those games we bet the past couple years, that same exact play, they've all been night games. Oh please. This is an early game. You researched them all. They've all been night games. They have. They have. The the last one I can think of was the Miami Virginia game. Last one you can remember. Not all of them. We bet. No, no. It's it's been all of them. It's been all of them because they've all been pretty hype games. Dude, who cares? It's going to be West Virginia. They're going to be moonshine. If this if this was if this was a night game, I would agree with you. However, I'm going to take Virginia plus three. It's a noon game. It's a noon game. I have actually been to West Virginia twice. Very burning. Beautiful area of the country. And those guys go insane. They, dude, they're going to be Cow- burning couches. Couches don't burn couches. the same at 2 p.m. as they do at like 8. Dude, if you douse them in enough moonshine, they will. That West Virginia moonshine oh, yeah. is going to be lit. Like, there's, I can't believe you're fading the system here. I, whatever. Night game, boomers and idiot. He went 1-6 yeah. last week. First Take big home game, game the meth is going to be good. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. Wait, wait. So we already we already covered uh, Miami, Michigan State. Correct. Uh, so next one we've got we've got Nick Saban and, and the Alabama Crimson Tide rolling into Gainesville into the swamp against uh, Dan Mullen and the Florida Gators. The Gators are catching 14 and a half over under set at 59 and a half. Uh, Bagman. Please tell me what you like here. The first SEC versus SEC game of the year here. You don't make money betting against Bama. I know that as a fact. Now, I did broach this subject week one against Miami. It hit, even though Bama scored a million points. I like the under here, under 60. I don't trust Bryce Young. I know that they beat up on Miami, and he looked good throwing it all over to their wide-open receivers. Florida's got a little bit more talent. Better defense, they'll be able to get some pressure on him. And Florida's offense is all over the place. Bama's defense is insane this year. It's a classic Saban defense. I know they are a little banged up. I almost, I don't know, I'm almost lost, busy hating myself Lost a here. big linebacker, right? Two big linebackers. Ooh, two. Yeah, I know. I mean, I hope it would be a real shame if they're out in two weeks when the Rebs come to town. But I'm still taking that under 60. They they plug and play in Bama. It doesn't mean anything. I don't trust. I, like, I know they scored a million points in the SC Championship game last year when these two teams played. I think that's factoring in way too much to everyone's thinking. I'm going to take the under. Don't trust Bryce Young. Not a Heisman favorite. Matt Corral's your Heisman favorite. And Bama's defense, so salty. Back to the good old days of saving. Take the under. So, so here, I don't know, I'm kind of confused. I'm, I'm, I'm scared, actually. Because who the hell is betting on Florida? It's a good question. Who is doing it? I don't know if there's some sharps out there that know something I don't, but like I would say, Nick Saban, fucking take it every single time. Who is betting? Like, there cannot be any people, maybe people from Florida. Like, it makes no sense. Like, no one, it's been proven. You don't make money well, betting the against thing, Bama. The thing is, yeah, okay, they yes, still set the, the swamp can be a hard place to play, but I don't give a fuck where you're playing when you're getting your brains mashed in. It doesn't matter. You, no amount of home field advantage is going to make a difference. So I'm going to take Alabama and then I also like I, I don't need to do the math on what this would be because the team totals aren't out at the moment. Oh, if you say Florida's team total under, I'm yeah, all over yeah. that. Yeah, Florida team ton, uh, team total under. Florida's QB he has a little hamstring issue. I think they got two guys that are like kind of competing for the job, but one of them is definitely out. It's gonna be like 24 by my math. Yeah. All right. If so it's I, over three touchdowns, take it. Yes, I, I I like that. So I'm gonna take Bama and then Florida team total under. I love that. I love that. I'm taking the under and Florida team total under. Bert, what you got here? I'm right with you guys. I'm gonna sound like a broken record every single week, and I'm saying Bama first quarter. Mm. I think it's minus three and a half right now. Like that's the low. That's the lowest I've seen Bama first quarter in a very long time. Let me look it up. But um, juicy. But those first quarter ones are so tricky. I mean, if Bama, there's it's one. like who gets the ball first? Obviously. Well, yeah, and, and, and if, if, Flo- if Florida, first, if there's one turnover, score. if there's one like those, that's such a small sample. Like I would take, rather the first half. First half. First half. I like. I'm better. going first quarter. It's worked way too much for me. I don't okay. know why I would change the way I am. My other one is I'm I'm right there with y'all with the under. Uh, once again, weatherman Bert, meteorologist Bert is coming back talking about the weather. It's going to be sloppy. Give me the under. Love it. I'm time. all over that, too. Boom. Take us into our next one. All right. So next, we got Mississippi. In our hometown here, we got Mississippi State coming to Memphis. Memphis is catching three and a half. Total's at 64 and a half. Bert, tell me what you think about this. Well, first off, i got to give a shout out to Brandon Thomas, Memphis running back. He is a 501 Little Rock product. 
He's going to run all over Mississippi State. Just driving around town, I've seen a lot of billboards, a lot of hype for this Memphis game. I'm a little hyped myself. These past two weeks, I know Mississippi State, big comeback win. Kind of stomped an NC State team that people yeah. thought they were going to yep. beat. You heard Raleigh. Thought, NC State was the, was the favorite. That Raleigh been, teams, everyone from Raleigh's a sissy. And, that also plays into the, the whole home crowd thing. You know, NC State going to their, their first big home crowd. The Liberty Bowl is going to be hype for it. Like I said, I, I've seen flyer after flyer. They're trying to get everybody into that stadium. Give me Memphis and give me, uh, if you could bet on players on rushing yards, Brandon Thomas over whatever it is. Shout out a little wrong. 501. Boom, what you got here? So, uh, so there's several things here going into my thoughts. First off, I do know Memphis is a tough place to play in a game like this. I've, I've seen Ole Miss play Memphis in like these what, – what time is this game? Like probably 3 or 4 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And I've seen us lose that a bunch of times. Hot. Memphis gets up for these type of games. They absolutely do. Mm-hmm. And also they, they ban the Cowbells. Yep. They, uh, Mississippi State fans, they're not going to know what to do. They're going to just be jerking each other off. They don't know what what to, who, what to ring. However, the Memphis Tigers are ranked 128th in the country in pass defense. And I think that's the only stat that you even need to look at yep. for this game. I'm taking – I hate to say it, but I'm taking the dogs. Dogs are going to roll big time. Uh, so, I'll – I'll give you the three and a half points. Yeah, that that's fair. I, I didn't take a side here. I do have the over 64. I'm right there with you. Leach always, uh, he cannot score against good defenses, but against a slow defense, that whatever weird Washington State air raid bullshit offense, he can put up big points against bad defenses. Let me read you a little stat here. You might not have seen their game last week. Uh, Memphis against Arkansas State. Arkansas State last week. Points. 55 to 50 was the total. They won. Memphis won by five against Arkansas State. Allowed 50 points to Arkansas State. State's going to score a million on Memphis. I don't know what the, the Memphis might be able to keep up. I think they can score the ball too. So over 64 seems like the easiest play in the world here. I've seen the Liberty Bowl in these games. It gets raucous. And they'll be doing, pulling out every trick play in the book to try to beat an SEC team. Mm-hmm. Give me the over it's 64. It's their Super Bowl. It's their Super Bowl. So give me the over 64. I, I, I don't trust State to win a game, really. But I do like this over. Easy money. Boom. Take us into our next one. All right, so next we got Georgia Southern at Arkansas. Arkansas is minus 23. Total's at 52.5. Bird, I feel like you've got to take us into this one. I'll definitely lead you off. Um. I'm still huffing and puffing. I actually just got off the field. Oh. Yeah. I don't know if y'all saw. Stormy Daniel. Yeah. Stormy Daniels. Wait, I just have you, got off. wait, have you mentioned the Arkansas one last week? <laughs> we did. Um, <laughs> huge game for the Hogs. Uh, it was borderline erotic, in fact. Uh, <laughs> little Cam Newton, the, the Heisman favorite, <laughs> came out, ran a perfect executed offense. And then we got a little taste of little Lamar Jackson with a 23-yard run to end the game and then just... Was that Casey Thompson? No, little Lamar Jackson, Casey Malik Thompson. Hornsman. Oh, oh. Malik Hornsby. Okay. Oh, Y'all will figure him out in a little bit. <laughs> oh, he's, he's now officially a part of the but, game. But what plan. about this week? What about this week? Last game against Rice. I was a little skeptical against the Hogs, and I took the under. I'm going the exact opposite thinking. Give me the over. I think we figured out some things on offense. Our run defense is very, very good. We have allowed the least amount of 10-yard carries in the entire nation with a whopping total of one 10-yard carry. So uh, 
we have the fastest man on earth running our scout team uh, quarterback triple option offense. So I think we're going to be ready for it. Give me the over. Give me the hogs. We're ranked. We're back. I do want to say, when we first started this podcast, we were supporting two unranked teams. Mm. Now we're both in the top 20. Hey, look at us. Look at us now. So Who, who would have thought? Who would have thought? Look at us. Not Cheers. me. <laughs> so, I'm okay, I, I get what you're saying. I'm fine with that over, sure. But y'all stormed the field last week. Emotions yep. were high. You got A&M on deck in Dallas next let. week. This has let down spot written all over it. I get and and look, Georgia Southern has been horrible all so far this year. They played two games. They barely beat Gardner Webb in their first game, and then they got beat by Florida Atlantic thirty-eight to six last week. But 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 not so fast. Their quarterback, Georgia Southern's quarterback, was academically ineligible for the first two games. He's starting this week. They were starting a running back at quarterback the first two weeks. So. Throw those two out the window. Give me the plus 23. I'll take Arkansas and just to get me in, get me out. I don't care if we win, just or I don't care how much we win by. Just make sure we win. Hung over from last week, looking ahead to AM and Dallas this week. They're just going to skirt by, barely win 14, 17, 20. Sure, I'll take the 23 point underdog here, boom. Uh, I don't even need to say anything because you said. Pretty much everything I was going to exactly say. All I'm going to take. I'm going to take Georgia Southern plus the 23. Arkansas is going to win easily, but I'm seeing a backdoor cover uh, right here. Beautiful. We'll just take us right into our next one, though. All right. So next one we got is Auburn. Bit big game here. Spicy. Aug- Aug- Auburn at Penn State. Penn State's minus five. Totals at 53. Bagman, who do you like? Yeah. Another little fun fact for this week. This is only the second time that a ranked SEC team has played on the road at a ranked Big Ten team. It's only happened twice before, and so it's going to be, look, Auburn has looked great so far. Two cupcakes they've blown out, but they're going into a raucous environment, a whiteout at Penn State, one of the hardest places to play at night. That stadium is going to be insane this week, completely insane. I Look, the spread, Auburn might have enough athletes over the course of the entire game to win. I'm taking Penn State minus three in the first half, I think, Auburn's going to come out after playing two cupcakes, get punched in the mouth, wide out, going to be a little freaked out. I think the first half, Penn State can easily cover three. Auburn might come back and make it a game late, but that Penn State wide out, minus three. I love it in the first half. Give it to me all day, Bert. And I'm right there with you. Give me Penn State. I initially thought about that. Full game? Full game. Oh, Give me full game, Penn State. I'm really not, not too worried about this one either. Cupcake after cupcake for Auburn. It's a classic situation of the pole scene. Auburn is 2-0. and We think Auburn's going to be good. Yeah, give me Penn State. Once again, we've been talking about these crowds. Auburn hadn't seen a crowd like that. Not even close. Both, both home games against Cupcakes, they haven't walked into anything like this in two years. New head coach. It's going to be a lot different from what they've gone through already this year. Don't tell me Bo Nix is ready for this. No chance. See, I, I think I'm taking the exact opposite of you. I'm taking Auburn first half, Whoa. Penn State for the game. Whoa. Uh, I, I, I think Auburn's going to come in there, and they're, they're going to be all right at first. They, they're just the straight-up adrenaline uh, for being in that type of environment. 
I think they're going to come out and play a good first half. Penn State a little too hype? However, I think Penn State's going to wear them down throughout the course of the game. Mm. And they're just not going to be able to handle uh, four quarters of uh, that You think that there's going to be football. some uh, James Franklin USC distraction involved? Oh, maybe a little bit of flirtation going on there. James Franklin is known to flirt. But this is a, this is a, a little uh, Bagman versus Boomer head-to-head action here. I love it. I love it. We might have to put a little side bet on it head-to-head in the Grove on Saturday. But, hey. Big game, Auburn-Penn State. Take us into our next one, though, Boom. All right, so next, we will, we're will we heading down to Oxford. We got Tulane at Ole Miss. Ooh. Ole Miss is minus 14, totals at 76 points. Bagman. So this is the same mentality that I had week one against Louisville. I described it to you. I know Ole Miss will score enough points to hit this over. It's just whether – or to cover the spread. It's whether the defense can not allow – Tulane to score enough points to cover that 14. So I'm thinking Ole Miss minus 14 and the over 76. I know Ole Miss's Miss offense is going to get us there. It's 45, 50 points most likely. It's just whether that defense can hang tight enough to cover that 14-point line. I can see a backdoor cover here. There's no way both lose. There is a way that both can win, though. I will take Ole Miss minus 14, offense score points. If you want to take the team total over just to you know, be safe with it, that will hit guaranteed. But I'm taking Ole Miss minus 14, People get all hung up about the the Oklahoma game. They were down like 28 points at one point. I get the Tulane came back and made it a really close game at the end, but it was a blowout early. If Oklahoma didn't take their foot off the gas, I think it was a blowout anyways. Give me the 14. Ole Miss isn't going to take their foot off the gas. I like the over. I love Ole Miss minus 14. Give me both. One's going to hit. Both probably will hit, but no way they both miss. And I think, too, one one thing to take away from that Oklahoma game is that, that Lane saw that on this two-lane team, you have to keep the pedal to the metal. You cannot let up. He showed them that second half. He might have skipped the first half and only shown them the second half when Tulane roared back. They're, they're going to be prepared for this game. That's a, I, And I, I don't know. I've just heard a lot of hype about Tulane. and Want to be powder blue. Yeah. I mean, I, their uniforms look Those great. They do look great. But, so, so I'm, I'm nervous about taking the 14 just because I don't want to jinx us. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take Ole Miss team total over. Love it. And then I'm going to take Tulane team total first half under. Whoa. Because the Ole Miss defense has looked really good. Yeah. We, we, our, our starting defense is really good. I, I, and I really do believe that. However, I don't know if we have the depth to be able to contain them all game. So that's why I want to go with the, the team total Tulane under first half. I like that. I like that. Bert, you got to read on this one? Yeah. I'm, I'm just going to go into the under immediately. It's just a lot of points. 76. I think the the Oklahoma Tulane game was seventy five. What was the? It was in the seventies for Ole Miss. Yeah, it was Louisville, also right? seventy five and a half. Yeah, so seventy five. Both unders hit. Both hit unders. Um, so I'm I'm gonna take that. I think in this situation, I know there's a bye week ahead of Ole Miss. Yep. But they, it's still a situation where it's just like, hey, we know Tulane could be a pretty decent team. Let's just go ahead and beat them. Let's chill out a little bit. Let's make sure nobody gets hurt. Let's get into our bye week. Let's regroup. Let's get ready for Bama. Give me the under. Uh, the line's kind of scary. I, I, if you could bet on a push, I would bet on a push. 
That is true. I mean, it's sitting there right at backdoor cover, like backdoor push, you know, somewhere in I there. I can see a backdoor cover. Yeah, that's easily. Yes, absolutely. That's why, that's why I stayed away from it. I love it. All right. Well, so that we're, we're, besides, you know, Bert, he needs to take the team total over because he knows Ole Miss is going to score, but he doesn't want to. I get it. He'll be in attendance, by the way, in Oxford. Yes, you heard yep, that here. Sam sent me to scout. I'll have my notebook ready. Right. Boom. Take us into one of our last games. All right, so the last game, we've got Arizona State at BYU. BYU's plus four. Total is at 51 points. Bagman, what are you thinking? So my mind was in a pretzel in this game. I don't know. BYU has beaten a terrible Arizona team and also won the Holy War last week against Utah, but I'm not sure Utah's any good either. But I'm just taking the better coach here. I love BYU's coach. He's been great since last year. They're, they've literally just not skipped a beat. I thought since they lost so much last year, they'd kind of sputter out of the gates so far this year. Not really. You don't walk into Provo at night and just walk out with a win. So I'm taking the home dog here, plus three and a half. Give me BYU. Give me the better coach. Herm Edwards is a scrub. I don't know. I just don't trust Arizona State as far as I can throw them. So I'll take the home dog, BYU, in Provo at night. I like it. This is uh, – I wish this was a neutral side game because we have the allegedly biggest party school in the country yeah, versus, the versus the most sober school in the country. I would love to see a tailgate between the Book, two Bookmark this for when Ole Miss travels. Yeah, Ole Miss travels to Provo in like two years, I'm pretty sure. Let's bookmark this game to see how, how the like, you know, maybe just have a mega bet yeah. for two years from now when the same exact thing occurs. I like it. We're going to have to circle back to this pod, week three, 2021. <laughs> I'll write a note down in my handy-dandy notebook. So, so thinking about the, the, the big partiers versus the good boys, I'm thinking about the devil on my shoulder or, mm-hmm. or, or the good guy on my shoulder. Like, which one is speaking to me the most? I'm going to go with BYU. The public loves Arizona State they right do. here. Nighttime in Provo. Once again, home crowd. Give me the sobers. Give me the under. The, boy, the, the BYU is just going to soak. I would. I'm tempted. I think I might put put some uh, money on BYU plus four, but I think they're just going to. What just is gonna be, what is that total? Fifty one. Fifty one. It's low. It's low, but I, I don't even know if it could be low enough. <laughs> I, just, I, <laughs> I, I I think it's a letdown spot after after the, after the Holy War last weekend. I think it's just going to be just kind of a slugfest. I just hate taking a nine fifteen under. Like, oh, like 50, I'm gonna no, no, one point. I know, but it, it feels so wrong. It feels right. <laughs> it's like soaking. Uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I think I think they're just going to hang in there. It's just going to be probably a forty five point total game. It's going to be ugly. <laughs> I like uh, it. I, don't, I like I don't, that. I don't hate it. I'm probably not going to bet it just because I'm at that point. I will. My mind will not physically let me take an, an under. But hey, I, I don't hate it. So. That's the last big game of the week, boys and girls. I'll run through a couple of locks that are coming in. Minnesota plus three at Colorado. Everyone saw Colorado. Keep it close with A&M. Big crowd in Denver last week. No, no, no. Colorado stinks. They physically cannot score. And Minnesota's catching points at that Colorado team. I know what I saw against A&M. They stink. So give me the road dog here. Minnesota. Also, UVA at North Carolina. Give me the under 66. Phil Longo versus an actually competent defense in Virginia. Yeah, I'll take that all day. And you know UVA doesn't have the offensive firepower to score a ton of points. Under 66. Also, a little nugget here. Bronco Mendenhall versus Mac Brown. 4-1. and 4-1. He beat them the last two times they've played since, he's been, since Mac Brown's been the coach at North Carolina. Last year, everyone loved North Carolina. I thought they were great. Ended up losing to A&M in the Peach Bowl, I think. Lost to Virginia earlier in the year. 
Bronco Mendenhall also beat him the year before. And if you go back to the last year, Mac Brown was at Texas. Bronco Mendenhall beat him as the head coach of BYU. Basically, was the last straw before Mac Brown got fired. So Bronco's got a little bit of I don't know. He's got like a little voodoo doll stabbing Mac Brown on the side. I think this under hits easily. Again, Phil Longo, competent defense. No chance he can score. Find space. There's no space. 23 plays, 18 plays, one play sheet, under 66. Burt, what you got here? Yeah, under, 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 under. Allegedly, the UVA quarterback might be a little banged up. Ooh. Um, I do love the whole Bronco, Mendenhall, Mac Brown stat. 66 points. That's so much. Like I would I would I would rather swap those uh that BYU, Arizona State, and UVA UNC totals. You yeah. know, I, I like I would love to swap. I would probably still take the under at the fifty-one. Yeah, I might please this down to like sixty, and then find something else to please it with. Keep a keep a finger on the yep. pulse of the Twitter game. Come game day, and I'll find something else to please this with. Cause that game will go under by at least two touchdowns. Obviously, give me UVA plus nine as well. I might, if depending on how brave I wake up in the morning on Saturday, and maybe depending on how the day goes. What what time's the game? Do we know? That game is at night. It's at 6.30. Okay, so I have plenty of time to get brave enough, get some liquid courage. I might even take UVA money line in the 300s, I believe. That'll be right. It's like pretty good money. Yeah. Worst case scenario, I'm throwing them in a teaser. Give me like 16 points, 15 points of UVA. Love that. Under UVA, easy. Boomer, you got any spicy side picks for us? Uh, no, the, the only other one that we haven't talked about is uh, the Purdue-Notre Dame game. Notre Dame's minus 7.5. Uh, I'm going to take Notre Dame here. I think they're going to bounce back after a close win to freaking Toledo. Yeah. However, I think Notre Dame's a, a, like has way more talent than Purdue, and they're going to want to bounce back here. And I'm also going to take the under in that game, which is at 58.5. I do not hate it. Do not hate it. So that's it for this week's card, boys and girls. I will let you know I have a little, little last note here. 1130, if you're looking for a Hail Mary – your bookie's calling. Your bookie's calling. You've been down all day. You need a last-minute parlay, f- just long shot. San Jose State at Hawaii on island at 11.30 Central Time. On, on island? F- on island at FS1. Little nugget here, Hawaii's college football stadium has been condemned. They will not let them play there this year due to, like I guess, earthway, earthquake or like volcanic activity or something. Oh, They're playing at a high school field called Ching Field. Ching, like Ching's wings here in Memphis. Ching Field oh, is... I, I thought you were getting a little racy there. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Ching. Ching. The, it, the capacity of 4,900. So, tight crowd. On island. Give me San Jose State. I think they're minus 6.5 or 7. Love that. And give me the over. Whatever you can get it at. Late night over. Again, 11.30 at night. No way it under hits at that time of night. So, that's your last... Ditch Hail Mary throw on a parlay to dig you out of whatever hole you might get in. You won't be in a hole if you follow our picks, but hey, you never know what these what the pick your poison boys can do to the listeners on a, on any given Saturday. So that's it for this week. Any last thoughts, boys? Not much. I'm just ready, ready to get after it. All right. Well, we'll uh, tweet out our picks for the boys on Saturday. Keep an ear to the ground on Twitter, and we'll talk to you next week. 